Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. Say my name. I am your father. Real wise Hey, big boy. Oakley dokely do. Are you little? Let's rock. You are listening to the Not Half Dad Podcast. I am one half of your host, Dan Belk, Daniel Belk, Danny Belk, whatever you want to call me. I really don't care. Call me your friend. That's the most important thing. I prefer handsome Dan. Oh, just, you know what? You you dirty dog. Coming out of nowhere and making me blush right off the bat. (laughs) You were just, see, I had a really good intro for you today. Can I still do it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> hey, I'm one half of your host, Dan Belk, and uh, here he is, the other half of the hosting duties, the evil to my Knievel, Aaron Selberg. Hey, how's it going? Do you think it was worth all that hype that I just built up there? Uh, yeah. The evil to my Knievel. I thought that was a clever one. I loved it. <laughs> that's twice you've made me blush, and we've been on for a minute. <laughs> Dear Lord, you're getting suave. You're getting very suave. That's how I swoon my wife. <laughs> That's why she gives you the googly eyes every time I see her. <laughs> giving you googly eyes. I'm like, I get it, man. I get it. So uh, how you doing, Aaron? I'm good, man. I feel like we haven't seen each other since like yesterday. I know. I know. It's been way too long. We've been, uh, we've been creating. Yes. We've been... Uh, gathering, yes, different uh, various forms of content for this crazy thing. We've been uh, taking the kids to the zoo. <sighs> yes. If, was... you, if you guys haven't seen our Instagram page, we actually posted a bunch of pics and videos of us at the zoo with our kids over spring break. Um, it was a it was a good day. Yeah, yeah. It it was a lot of fun. And I know you're thinking, okay. I don't want to see some guys with their kids at the zoo. That sounds boring. No, 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 no. We don't have normal kids. No. We're not normal guys. No. We like to have fun. We are not half dad. We are not half dad. So our kids, whenever we take them out, we don't we don't let them just do their thing, run around, have a good time. We're, we're like, okay, hey, go over here. We want you to do this. We want you to pose. By the, by the time they're done, they're like... I don't want to. I don't want to be part of this not half dad thing anymore. It's probably why my kids don't let me take them anywhere. <laughs> You're running me ragged, Dad. You're running me ragged. Uh, no, they have a blast with it, uh, and which is really cool to have our kids uh, be kind of pumped up that we're doing this whole this whole podcast thing. I like it, man. My kids bring it up all the time. Uh, I mean, the only thing that my kids ever bring up is that they're afraid that they're. Friends are going to listen to my show, which is weird. I'm like, why would your nine-year-old friends listen to a show about dads? But, you know, whatever. So you're saying your kids get, get bummed out about it? I mean, would you? Because <laughs> is, any, is anybody surprised by that? I, no, well, you know, it, <laughs> I digress. So anyway, Aaron, today, <laughs> I think today um, we have a topic that everyone can relate to. Yeah. 
and it is a topic of uh, uh, persuasion. Sure. It is a topic of following the leader, so to speak, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Mm-hmm. It is if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump off too? Um, uh, just to answer real quick, I probably would not. You wouldn't do it? No. Now, see, if you jumped off a bridge, I'm right there with you. That's because I'm... Uh, very persuasive. Very persuasive. You, see, you're giving me a look right in the stomach. <laughs> <sighs> you could have told me to go run into traffic right there and I would have done it. That's crazy. That's like a superpower. That's my move. There. You know that. That's my move. <laughs> Running into traffic is my move. <laughs> well, we all... <laughs> Where do you get this stuff? Where's your little button now? Yeah, I know. I know. I, we, need a, we need a new sound effect for that one. Uh, car crash. <laughs> Me screaming in the background. No! So, <laughs> uh, we like to start out by, uh, by, by taking a little trip to the past. Yeah. When we were kids, how our dads and fathers of the time did things. So let's uh, do that right now. Gotta get back in time. Well, back in my day. Mm-hmm. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. Indeed, let's do. Memory lane. Um, God, Aaron. Did You know, when you were young... How was it for you, man? I, I got I got to know. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's crazy because um, they always, you know, you always hear everybody talk about how like it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, right? Right. And I have to agree. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I didn't have any friends, so what you did. You didn't have any. Fr- I, I, I could hit the sad trombone special <laughs> effect again, but we can't over. You, for, we can't for. overdo it. No, that was worthy of it. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't let something like that go. Dear Lord, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Bring, kidding. I'm no. Kidding. See, see, you're an enigma to me, Aaron, because you tell me stuff about when we're off air about when you were young and how you were and stuff like that. But then I see you nowadays, and you're a pretty, you're a pretty. Uh, uh, I think headstrong guy. You've got confidence, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why you're an enigma to me. I don't know a lot about how you would have been a kid if somebody would have said, "Hey, Aaron, let's jump off a bridge." Well, uh, a lot of the headstrongness and confidence and all of that stuff I get, be- I have because of uh, Alyssa. Actually, cool. that's a lot of that has come from having her in my life. Um, so there's that. Um, Which is awesome, yeah. And you got to have a good girl by yeah. your side, you know, and uh, to kind of kind of lead us men around a little bit. So, <laughs> um, what it was like for me was uh, I uh, <laughs> I was uh, in high school specifically. I was kind of a an art nerd uh, in my latter years. Okay, but. Um, Growing up, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember having a like a ton of friends. You know, I didn't have like fifty friends or whatever. I was not like the most popular kid in school, but I had a few very close friends that grew up in the neighborhood I was in. Uh, but in high school, <laughs> why? Hold on, there's a delay here. I there can't is. Wait there is to see what comes out of your mouth. So in high school, I went to uh, I went to a very uh, urban high school. Okay. And in my high school, you had to kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, 
uh, ad- adapt to your environment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting okay. down. Uh, I wore a lot of Sean John, a lot of Rocco wear, mm-hmm. a lot of Timberlands. Timberlands. I had a uh, I had a Superman uh, faux diamond encrusted <laughs> fake platinum chain Are you, no i did Are, i did did you get it at the northwoods mall yeah of course. Did you? of course of course yeah, where the hell else are you gonna get it they had a stand <laughs> they didn't have amazon back then <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah uh so i was uh, i was i was very much uh you know uh a creature of the environment that i was in so because you, you know you kind of have to uh um it was a very kind of I wouldn't say a rough school, but it was kind of a kind of a, a it was a tough school to be in. Yeah, and uh, I had to uh, <laughs> I had to kind of blend in. You were yeah, so you were following the leader, so to speak, um, just to just to get by. Yeah, just to, it, it almost to blend in with the uh, the environment. Uh, type of a deal. Yeah, mainly freshman, uh, mainly freshman year, uh, and like a little bit of sophomore year. So you okay. had to right. uh, adapt yeah. to your environment, essentially. Yeah, I, I, I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> you know, with me, um, I was a shy kid. Yeah, quiet, sat in the back of class. You know, had stage fright, throwing pennies at people, throwing pin. <sighs> I should have <laughs> never told you that story. <laughs> The penny incident. I didn't throw the stinking penny, okay? Nah, we'll, your teacher says it differently. We, we will let everybody in on that story in a future episode. We could make an entire episode out of it. Yeah, we could. But uh, I'm sure Bob, my buddy Bob out there is listening and <laughs> rolling on the ground right now. Bob, that one was for you. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, I was a shy kid. You know, I, I, uh, I never liked to go against people. Didn't like conflict. Um, it was a deal where I would avoid it at all cost. But I never found myself in too many situations where I was going along with people uh, because I was the shy kid. Sure. Um, uh, you know, just just a, a pretty pretty normal situation for me. Um, but I think what helped, and this is this is very important thing that that I try to teach my kids is uh, hang out with good people. Yeah, man. Um, from my very first friend Willie, uh, <laughs> Willie Willie Baker. Uh, from my very first friend Willie to um, uh, Daniel, uh, then it moved to Bob, and I, I. You know, I'm the same way as you. I had not a lot of friends, uh, but I was also close with my family too. My family, my cousins were my my friends and whatnot. Sure, too. but uh, yeah, I I kind of just had one friend at a time. That were my that were my things. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I I never found myself in too many of those situations. Um, we we would do prank phone calls. <laughs> yeah. You know, we is your refrigerator running? Better mm. go catch it. I mean, literally, we thought we were the hottest thing on the planet when we could actually get somebody with that. But that was before caller ID. Yeah. That was that was where you just grabbed the phone book and just started dialing a number. Mm-hmm. Or you just dialed a number. 
blah, hope, blah, hope blah, someone picked up. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it just, somebody answered, and boom, you nailed them. Mm-hmm. And then you hung up, and then you had such a rush. But it's like, <laughs> you know, there are kids out there stealing cars and you know, doing this and that, and I, I'm making a prank phone call and hanging up on an <laughs> 80-year-old woman, and I think that I am just hot stuff. She's like, what? So, so I'm, I, uh, whoever I used to do <laughs> that to, I want to publicly apologize to you right here on the show. I feel bad. Uh, I think we did the knock and run. Did you ever do the knock and run? Uh, <laughs> Let me guess. It was a lot worse than that. <laughs> it was. And we didn't. We didn't call it. That. We didn't call it that. And it is something I am not comfortable <laughs> repeating on this show or in life ever again. It wasn't a ding dong dash. I think there was also the ding dong dash. That I've I've heard that more yeah. than what'd you call it? Uh, the knock and run. I just came up with that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> we didn't call that. Oh. We we did we. I've heard ding dong dash. Yeah. But you got. I'm not saying it. You are. You're starting to blush. I am absolutely 100 not saying it. Off air. Or do you? Do you I might tell you. Me one on one. You still feel bad about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. Listen. I might tell you off air, but it'll be like when we have to be alone with our phones off, silent somewhere away from everybody in a sealed room. Where you know the FBI isn't. <laughs> Where I know anyone's not listening. Do you see what just happened here? <laughs> we just had a moment of exactly what the topic of the show is. I, know. I was trying to get you to, 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 to jump off a bridge with me there. I am very strong on uh, not giving in to peer pressure. That, that's, I'm going to have to take some notes from you. Yeah, and like in high school, I never drank or, or did any drugs or anything like that. I just never did. I, yeah. think, I think the extent of my peer pressure was... Uh, Jackass was very popular yeah. when I was in high school, sure. and uh, I think my extent was uh, me being the cameraman for my. Uh, I w- I guess I wouldn't really. I don't know. I guess they're friends. I guess they were friends. I don't know. The people that I hung out with for doing stupid shit like jumping from a roof into a bush for no reason. Why so- we were sober too? That's the thing. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, yeah, I, but that was the thing back then. Yeah, that was, that was the, the thing. That was that was what was cool. Pushing people in shopping carts. And yeah, that, crap uh, like that. But Stupid. you know what? It's with my stuff, like the prank phone calls and the yeah. uh, the, the the knock and run or whatever you used to call it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Um, you know, I think it was more more of a mutual thing than a persuasive. Uh, for a lot of my stuff, I, you know, I, I went along with it because I either had come up with the idea or as soon as it was said, I was like, yes, let's, let's do that. So it wasn't sure. like, okay, I'm going to go along with this, I guess. It yeah. was kind of just, I was, it was a mutual, it was a mutual thing. Well, I think that there are varying levels of peer pressure. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we, we commonly think of peer pressure as, uh, Hey, Hey, bro, like, let's go get drunk. And you're like, eh, I don't know if I really want to do that, but I kind of want to fit in with these guys, right? Come on, you wuss. Yeah. Who on, man? Sack up, brah. Yeah. yeah. Sack up, brah. I like that. <laughs> sack up, brah. That may become part of yes. my new vocabulary. I, hey, hey, kids. Hey, sack up, brah. Okay. <laughs> don't don't you look at me like that. That was just, I said it funny for the show. And you're looking at me like I'm really going to go what? out and do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right. gonna try. You said you were gonna try and bring that, bring back Fleek on Fleek last week. On Fleek. You said you, know you were what? gonna make I am it a dad back turn. on Fleek. <laughs> you know what? Your beard isn't very on Fleek this week. You're right. It's not. Not today. It was yesterday though. No, I, no, I feel oh, bad. No. Why? No, I feel bad for saying that. It looks Why? good. Oh well, thank oh, you. Oh, it always it. looks good. It Who am I kidding? Oh. Oh All wavy and <laughs> sweat soaked. Oh. So, uh, you know what, man? I, I have to say, I give you props for being in high school and not not doing uh, uh, drugs, not drinking. I didn't drink a drop of alcohol sure. in in, in uh, high school. Uh, not one single drug in high school. Uh, like I said, once again, going back to the fact of. I hung out with good dudes. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't into that stuff, and so it never never translated. And my dad, he was he was dry. Lived with my dad. He uh, uh, you know didn't drink, um, wasn't a drug user. So sure. we uh, that that really helped. That really helped. My uh, I had I had uh, one or two friends that that would um, uh, indulge in a little illegal libations mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. once in a while. Sure, and they're like, "You sure you don't want to?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." And then that was it. That pretty much See, it. See, yeah. that's that's also pretty a, much it, yeah. a good friend. You know yeah. that they don't they don't keep pounding you on it. Yeah. And, oh, you're you know. My uh, the the only instance I really had of it was after high school, uh, like right after I graduated. I, have a, I had a friend who um, he would drink quite a bit, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, you want some?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm alright." And then finally, I was just like, "Yeah, I'll try it. Why not?" And then it got 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 kind of dark from there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't really drink anymore. Uh, you know, for that reason, I just I was like, I don't really like where this is going. Sure, so. sure. Well, good for you. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I've got one story that I'll say. It's it's a uh, a jump off a bridge moment. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Just the way you said it. It was a. It's a jump off the bridge moment. Like I'm just like in, in my head. I'm just like, is he going to actually talk about a story where they jumped off a bridge? Like, no. What? No, no. no, but I wish I had one of those in my arsenal. It'd be perfect. I jumped off a roof once. You know what? So did I. Into a pool. Uh, I did it onto mattresses. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you told me yeah, that story. Backyard, backyard wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I was drunk though. I was stone cold sober. <laughs> which, which one of us is worse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but my. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, I was in Boy Scouts. Yeah. And because my dad was so heavily involved in Boy Scouts with me, he was the cool dad. Every, everybody everybody liked uh, liked my dad. Sure. So. I, I kind of came along with the, the package deal for the Belks. Um, all the older kids liked him, so I was kind of grandfathered into to hanging out with the older kids. Sure. It was a cool situation, man. You know, you look up to those guys that have been in Scouts a lot longer than you, and they, um, yeah, it was just a neat, it was a neat deal. A bunch of good guys. And uh, one time we were at a camp out. It was a little weekend retreat. And... It was getting late. Everybody had to go get inside of their tents and and, and crash out for the night. Mm-hmm. But the older kids said, uh, hey, there's a Hardee's down the road. <laughs> We've got some coupons here for buy one, get one free or something like that. Sure. And so we said, uh, they said, hey, we're, we're going to do this. They said, you want to come along? 
And like, I, I wasn't a very big risk taker. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I always like to try to keep the straight and narrow. Uh, unlike today, where I'm just a hellion, oh, man. I just break rules. Left Some of the right. stuff you try to get me to do, I just can't believe. It. I know, I know. Like Remember, warrants? we were eating peeps the other day, and I said, "I dare you to eat one more." Yeah, and you go, "I can't do it." I said, "Do it," and you did it. <laughs> yeah, man, we were wild. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What? <laughs> Peeps of all things. Of all things, I was trying to think of the lamest thing I could think of. And peeps, mission accomplished. <laughs> Good lord! You're making my throat hurt. You're making my throat hurt. So anyway, um, the guy said, "They said, hey, we're gonna go. We're gonna go get some burgers at Hardee's." Uh, we, they said, "Hey, you know, come along with us." I did it, man. And I remember it was, it was a rush walking yeah. down those streets. We, we snuck out of the camp around the front gates and we walked the, the city streets, got over to Hardee's. We got our Hardee's. We ate it on the way back. Once we got back there, we snuck back in. All of us got into our tents without any of the adults seeing. And I, it was just, it was, I felt so cool. I felt <laughs> like. I just imagine. Felt like the Fonz, man. I just imagine the, the scene from uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. I just <laughs> walking in slow motion in your Boy Scout uniforms, like, damn. Pounding burgers yeah. since grease runs down our badass. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a moment like that. I just, I, did, you, did you ever tell your dad about that? Uh,. Maybe I don't remember, but it was one of those things where my dad, like I said, he was the cool, he was the cool scout uh, leader, I guess. Scout dad, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have cared. You know, we weren't, we weren't vandalizing, we weren't tearing anything up. If we would have gotten <laughs> caught, they would have just said, "Get back to camp." What's the matter with you guys? <laughs> we weren't hurting anything, and that's that's one of those. Everybody has one of those stories when they were young and they did something that that wasn't going to hurt anybody. Yeah, those are the fun ones. Those are yep. the fun ones. So that's that's my that's my big thing. <laughs> that's my big. Uh, You're so rebellious, breaking. Dan. Yeah, I know. Damn. I know. I jumped right off that bridge. I swan dived. I swan dived right to Hardy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I want to talk about. I actually had a friend in high school who uh, um, I don't know why he would do this, but he used to he would pierce his eyebrow with a safety pin. Would he heat it up and? I don't know. I was never there, um, and I'm just like I can teach you. Like, I've got, you I've got do, a kit. Do you at the house of? It's just a rusty, just a rusty old, old safety pins <laughs> covered in blood. I've got a tetanus shot that I'll <laughs> give you right in your butt <laughs> yeah. after we're done. So, yeah. um, but you know, I like to think that part of that was him trying to differentiate himself. You know, yeah. I think that 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 kind of stuff is part of it. Um, you know, once I got into like junior senior year, I. Uh, Became a very different person, uh, I would say. Uh, How so? I became more myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to wear like uh, not not full on suits, but I would wear like you know sport jackets and ties and stuff like that. I got really into like Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. So that was the beginning of your fastani- uh, fashionista. 
fashionista. Sure. That? Yeah, that was sure. But I mean, that's a serious thing because yeah. you are a very well dressed man. Oh, thank you. Nowadays, you know, you've got you've got good style. And uh, would you say that was kind of the the thing that, that kicked it off? Is that period of time? Yeah, I would say so. Probably um, getting into like Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. And yeah. and and um, you know, after that, I, I started working at uh, Backrack, which mm-hmm. most people probably have never heard of it or they don't remember it. That's a uh, chiropractor, right? Or they <laughs> yeah. massages that back or rack. Back or oh, oh back or rack. Yeah, not back a crack. <laughs> And we are coming. Up I know. Today. I know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of in a in an ornery mood today. Yes, you I kind are. of feel like just laying into some people, <laughs> <laughs> making them feel bad. I'm gonna hold back though. I'm hold back. Uh, but no, I started working at a store called Backrack, which it was a uh, men's clothing store, very very popular in the 80s and 90s. And when I started working there, they were going out of business. But the requirement was you had to wear a suit every day. And so I started wearing a suit, and they were kind of, uh, I guess, again, quote-unquote, urban. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of colorful, <laughs> Dan, your earbud fell out. I, well, you know what? It's a PlayStation earbud that you had me using today. <laughs> well, Here. it's not my fault you didn't bring a headphones. Well, we're doing it... <sighs> Okay. Gorilla style. It is gorilla today. We're over at Aaron's studio as opposed to my studio, and we are. Uh, I, I didn't bring my headphones, so <laughs> very kindly you went around your entire house trying to tear it up to find a, a good headset. I have me. I have a wireless headphone set, yeah. and I didn't have left the batteries in there, and they're all corroded. I have to clean it up. Yeah, but that's okay. all your other headsets are at my place. Yeah. And, I have two uh, pairs of headphones at your house. So I am not an earbud guy, and my my PlayStation One keeps falling out of well, my head. Well, yeah, I think you're kind of like me, and you have very shallow ear canals. Yeah. Anyways, is that a compliment? Thank you. Think, yeah, I you're think welcome. That's a compliment. Yeah, I think so. You rascal! I think you. <laughs> shallow earbuds are sexy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Can we, can we edit that part? Is that yeah. part get edited out? Or can we get back to the show? I think we can. Yeah. Bob, are you going to be okay? Can we continue? Good. Okay. All right. He gave us a thumbs up. Okay. So anyway. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. So I was wearing a lot of, you know, I was wearing suits every day because uh, I was wearing suits to work. Yeah. And I was a lot of colors and bright, vibrant colors and stuff like that. So I lead into this because peer pressure can also be from your families. Right. Right? Right. So there was a specific incident with my family where I came home from work one day dressed up and my whole family was there and they, it was, it was almost as so it was, I know you know what story I'm going to tell. It was almost as an intervention sort of a thing. Right. Because they thought that I was gay. I'm not gay. I like clothes. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm like, what? I'm not I'm not gay. They're like, you don't have a girlfriend. I'm like, I work 60 hours a week. When when do I have time for a, a girlfriend? working guy. When do, I, when do I have time for a girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't had a girlfriend since high school. I'm like, I don't want one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, she I'm, was kind of, a, kind of a turd. Yeah. I've had a few turds yeah. in my day. Sure. Uh, well, I think we all have. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so... It, they they so, staged yeah. an inter- intervention, yeah. um, to 
because they thought that you were a homosexual. Yes. And, it, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, like, there's hey, nothing man. wrong with do, that at Do all. your thing. Yeah. But it was stemming from, you know, not only your past with, mm-hmm. with the girls, but it was mostly stemming because of your fashion. Because I dress nice wow. and listen to Frank Sinatra. Well, I don't think that that uh, has any bearing on it. I think those are two very, very cool things. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. Yes. And but my point to it is sure. is that peer pressure doesn't necessarily only come from friends. It can come from family. Well played. You know what I mean? It can come from, uh, you know, moms and dads and cousins and whatever. Yeah. My whole family was there, and they were all convinced that I was gay because I didn't have a girlfriend and I wore pink shirts i'm like that's ridiculous yeah Yeah. hey what are those things man what are those things but it just goes to show how much we've evolved as a society from the year 2000 to 2021 a simple a simple 21 years later it's a pink shirt like yeah nowadays people are like yeah that's fine well it's actually salmon the salmon was pink. Sure. It was baby pink. Okay. Baby yeah. pink. Oh, not just baby pink. pink. Baby pink. Baby pink. Yeah, yes. I get it. I get it. Well, I'm glad but that yeah, you... That's, you that's my, those are my brushes with peer pressure. <laughs> I'm glad you made it out unscathed. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, I just want to thank the older Boy Scouts uh, in my group for including me because uh, yeah. it's something I still, you know, I, I, I think fondly of. Here's the thing. is like peer pressure, as we think about it, you know, we always think about the negatives. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not, that, you know, exact- sometimes it's, it's, it's the older kids just including you and taking you out for some cheeseburgers in the middle of the night. Something I wouldn't have done normally, yeah. but they said, no, 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 come on, come on. And I said, okay. And now I think it's a good, solid, maybe one of my favorite memories. We're going to get some cheeseburgers. <laughs> we'll get you a double cheeseburger if you want. Dad. What? I said, okay, I can do that. So, uh, yeah, it, uh. It doesn't always have to be bad, and I think that's a point that we should make here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good point, because I hadn't thought about that really a, a whole lot before we uh, we started this. So, good point. But, uh, Aaron, we always talk about when we were young, uh, you know, I, I never really heard about uh, a lot of stuff with my dad and peer pressure. Sure. Um, uh, I do have one quick story where I believe it was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um had snuck into the Pekin pool mm-hmm. uh, with his friends when he was younger. And um, the they all swam late at night, and then the cops showed up. <laughs> and I think he hid up in the bleachers with another friend. And the cops took the other kids home while one of the kids ratted them out. Oh. <sighs> Ratted him out and said, yeah, I think it was Paul Belk and it was this other kid. They were here with us. You know snitches get stitches, right? Oh, I know, man. I know. <laughs> it, uh, but but luckily, Grandpa was a kind soul, so he just sure. said, yeah, they, ran, they ratted me out. But I would love to know more about that story. Unfortunately, I can't. Grandpa has, has passed, but... Uh, I would love to see how that all went down. Yeah, way back then, way back in the day, how peer pressure worked. What did they What did they say to get him to go along with that? Mm. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's kind of wild. It evolves through <laughs> the years, though I'm sure. And now uh, people can can peer pressure digitally. 
Oh you don't yeah, even have to be face to face with someone. Oh yeah, they can they can make you. I have some notes on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm very curious to get sure. to that. So anyway. don't be a, don't be a square, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at it. You got You got to actually draw the square out when you say it. What are you, Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't show up when I do. Oh it dang! It's only Uma Thurman. That's though. right. That's right. So let's uh let's come back to the present, Aaron. Let's head back to right now when. We are dads. There's no time like the present. Let's see how Dan, Aaron, and dads do things nowadays. Yes, yes, we will. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I've got some stuff to tell you, Aaron. Oh boy. Boys. oh boy! Oh boy! Oh yeah! Oh boys! It, it's yeah, both boys. <laughs> no, it's it's nothing scandalous. It's just uh, uh, seeing how things have changed. Like like we just said, uh, it have kind of evolves generation to generation. Yeah, like for sure. How uh, how the the peer pressure and uh, all of that stuff works. Yeah. So I taught my kids at an early age. Uh, you know not to be persuaded into doing something that they didn't want to do. Right. And I think it's very important, it's very important to know and to teach your kids that you don't got to be rude. No. You don't have to be rude when you when you do that. You can do it in a very nice manner. You don't have to be mean about it. You could say, hey, I'm just not, not into that. Or, I'm good, bruh. Yeah, I'm good. I, I, no thank you. And it's the guys or the girls that give you grief back and yeah. really start pushing you towards it. They don't have your best interests in mind. Right. There's a lot of people out there that will have your best interests in mind. So that's that's what I've tried to instill into my kids. Have you have you had uh, any talks like that with, with you? Well, I think it's it's uh, a little different because you know obviously you have Rico who's who's you know 15, sure, uh, and then uh, Parker's in that that age range where it's kind of the peer pressure kind of starts. Yes. We haven't had that discussion. How do I phrase this? We haven't really needed to have that kind of a discussion uh, until recently. Okay. Um, I just want to clarify real quick that, you know, my daughters, I have two daughters that are, are uh, you would classify as cisgender, meaning that they are, uh, they're, they're girls. They identify as girls. Um, so in the in the quote unquote traditional sense of uh, societal norms, um, girls are <laughs> they're very different than boys in the sense of like um, like okay. So let me put it this way: if a dude has an issue with another dude, how do we handle that? We go, bro, what's your deal? Yeah. Just straightforward. Boom. And then it is what it is. Yeah. Right? With girls, it's totally different in the sense of they tend to kind of be, and I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings or upset anybody or piss anybody off or whatever. They tend to be a little more manipulative in the way they do things. You're just going off of stuff that you've seen. Right. You know? So Alyssa has a quote that she says all the time, (laughs) and I know... She's going to hear this because she listens every week, and I love you. <laughs> she always says, she always says, uh, uh, not all guys do 
insert whatever, but only guys do insert whatever it is. So what I say to that is not all girls create drama, but only girls create drama. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my my! And I and I preface that and I preface that I preface that with this quick story. It's a it's time for a not half dad story time. <laughs> Lola's eighth birthday party. She was born in January, and so we had her birthday party around her birthday, and we were gonna have a pool party thing at the hotel. We got a room. We're gonna have some friends come over. Um, lo and behold, it blizzarded. No, it's nasty out. <laughs> really, really. It was a couple years ago, and it was so bad out. Couldn't really go anywhere. Couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Those Illinois blizzards are the worst. <laughs> they are. And so, uh, unfortunately, no one showed up. <laughs> so she was devastated. Bummer. I know. So we rescheduled it. We ended up having a uh, skate party. She wanted to have a roller skating party. How many years ago was this? This was probably last year, actually. I was going to say, you could have blamed it on COVID. Eight. She was eight. Yeah, it was last year. Okay. Okay. So we had a pizza party slash roller skating, roller rink party sort of a thing. Good backup. Yeah. Yeah. And she was very excited about it. She had a bunch of her friends come over to the to the rolling r- roller rink. And she had about three friends that were kind of uh, jerks like the entire time. Like, at the party. At the party. She had one friend who's like, well, I don't like this kind of pizza. And then the other two girls were like, well, we don't like this kind of pizza either. Just going right and I'm along like, with it. It's cheese. What's not to like? I'm confused. Are they taking notes from Parker? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my, my boy doesn't I'm like, cheese. I'm like, what? What? And they were just kind of rude the entire time. And Sylvia was, you know, much younger than she couldn't really roller skate. So, you know, I had some we I was like, Oh, give me the give me the tokens, I'll take Sylvia off, we'll go play some video games or whatever. And Sylvia would not being uh able to hold her own video game wise, kinda of burn through the tokens pretty quickly. Sure, sure. And so the girls come over with Lola, and they're like, well, we want to play video games. Do you guys have any more of those tokens? I'm like, well, you know, we actually used them all because uh, uh, Sylvia was playing it, so you guys could go roller skate, and we didn't have to worry about watching her. (sighs) They gave you attitude. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Well, that doesn't seem fair. Oh, that's... And me being me, the Al Bundy slash sarcastic... Dad hole. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> T-shirt. T-shirt idea. I'm a dad hole. <laughs> and I go, Bob, can you write that down? Dad hole T-shirt? Dad hole. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, being the dad hole that I am, I said, oh, well, I paid for everything. Oh, you gave it back. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and it, it came back to me that... Her friends didn't like me. <laughs> oh. And I go, <laughs> and Lola goes, oh, aren't you upset by that? And I go, uh, no, I'm not upset that an eight-year-old girl doesn't like me. <laughs> Unless it's you, Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that my daughters have to deal with. And I asked my wife about this. I said, is this like a normal thing? And she goes, oh, yeah. And I said, it gets worse, doesn't it? And she goes, 
Oh, yeah. And it's getting worse. <laughs> she's in a new school, and she's got friends, and this friend doesn't like this friend, so she's not sure who to play with because she's friends with both of them, but then they both tattle on each other, and they want Lola to back them up, and it's just kind of this big drama-filled thing, and I go, hey, listen, if they don't make you... Uh, if, you, if you feel bad being around them, then they're not really your friend. Unfortunately, that's not the right answer. <laughs> well. <laughs> that was not the right thing to say. You know what? Sometimes you got to go that route to get it through a, a child's head. Yeah. You know, you got to kind of put it in those blunt terms or, or take that route. Um, it's not fun. You know, who's yeah. to say if it's right or not, but uh, sometimes you've got to do that. That's <laughs> yeah. the only way they're going to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like that. I like that story because that kind of parlays into my, my Rico story. Sure. You know, he's had a few instances where he's gotten in trouble for something at school. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, there's a group of kids that something happens and he's happens to be part of it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's never been anything major. It's just been a report back to the parents, yeah, or or a phone call to explain. He's a great kid. Uh, it's just you know gets caught up in one of those situations. Um, he's used the excuse on a few different occasions uh, where he says, "Well, my friends were doing it, and I was just there. Mm. I was just there, so I went along with it." Yeah. And it's one of those lessons where, as a parent, you say, well, I can't discipline those kids, but I can discipline you. That's right. And that, that that's, kind of, right. so that's how you've got to handle that. Yeah. And, um, and like I said, there was, there was a couple of those growing up and in different grades as he was going up and now mm -hmm. he's in high school. So uh, in, in grade school, there was a few of those instances where, a group of the kids got caught doing something or were fighting with these guys and he was he was part of the mix and it, as a parent you never really know whenever you get the just the generic hey Rico was involved in this and we wanted to let you guys know right uh, okay well Rico how were you involved and you don't know if you're getting the whole story. Yeah. You don't know if you're getting the tamed down version. How, okay, were you the ringleader? Were you the middleman? Were you just there, wrong place, wrong time? It's it's hard to get that out of a kid because they're wanting to cover their own butts. Well, yeah, I mean, their they're concern, number one concern is not getting in trouble. Yeah, not getting in trouble. And But you know what? I've We've always been very fortunate when we press. Mm -hmm. uh He'll, he'll, he'll tell us. Yeah. And, um, and you know, we, we believe that because, yeah. uh, he'll, he'll give us some details and, uh, some stuff where, okay, you are in trouble now. It's, you're not just standing by. He, he, he knows he's getting himself in trouble, but I think he has enough respect for us where he will tell us, okay, after, after a little bit, he'll finally go, okay, all right. I was, and I did say this and it's like, okay, you're in trouble. But I want to thank you for coming out. Yeah, I think uh, knowing him as long as I've known him now and knowing you guys, I think that part of it, too, is that he doesn't want to disappoint you. That's a good call. That's a good call. And and you and I, you and I especially, we have to remember, for us, we're remembering what it was like when we were kids, mm -hmm. right? And you and I didn't give in to peer pressure. Right. So, like, if I were in that situation – 
and my friends were like TPing the bathroom, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I just walk out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would just leave. <laughs> like, would be a part of this conflict. No, you know? and it's not. It's that conflict. I, yeah, I, it's not that I. I would feel bad about the janitor that has to clean up the toilet paper. Although now, as an adult, I would feel horrible. Yeah. I'd go in there and help him. Yeah, damn it. But as a kid, <laughs> it was. Uh, I didn't want the wrath of of uh, of the parents, or I didn't want, um, like you said, to disappoint. Right, the parents. Right, I have a good track record. Right now, I don't want to sideswipe that and uh, have a blemish on my record. That's I right. guess you could say. So anyway, uh, it, th- that's really the only stuff that we've we've seen with with Rico. Sure. Um, you know, how about our younger ones? <sighs> it's harder because there's not as many examples. Because, like you said earlier. They're just starting uh, to, to, to get into that um, period of time of peer pressure. Yeah, Sylvia is kind of starting to have some of that uh, quote-unquote girl drama. Alyssa's like, I don't want you to call it girl drama. I was going over my notes with her. She's like, I don't want you to call it girl drama. She's like, just uh, person drama. And I'm just like... Uh, but they're both girls. Yeah. Like, like if it was if it was boy drama, the boy drama would be, oh, he farted on me. Oh, he punched me. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Why did it <laughs> go to farting on somebody? Because that's what boys do. <laughs> Although my daughters do that, which we talked about in a previous episode. Yeah. If you haven't heard that, go ahead and link. I'll link it down in the description. It's uh, right. we're called "Where You Raised in a Barn." Yeah. Kids are gross. Um, <laughs> they have their moments. I'll vouch for that. Got a plug. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like she's starting to get some of that. Uh, she's starting to get some of that. I didn't like what this person did and, um, I didn't like this. And she's the type that's like, um, she's much more in the, um, right now, I should say she's much more in the mindset of, well, if they did something wrong to me or I didn't like what they did, I would, I'll go to talk to the teacher. Whereas Lola is like, you know, my friend did this and I didn't like it and it hurt my other friend and she retaliated by doing this and she's not going to go to the teacher because she doesn't want to get them in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if something happens and you don't like it, you should probably go talk to the teacher. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like, why wouldn't you go talk to the teacher? That's a big thing for a kid to wrap yeah. their mind around. Yeah. Some kids have no problem with it. Other kids, that is just, a, you're asking them to jump over a building yeah. there, you know? And I get it. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Um, with with Parker, mm-hmm. I've told him, I said, uh, and this is something I've said a couple of different times. Sure. When you're in a situation where somebody is, uh, and this is more of a bullying thing, but I think that it can also work as a, a peer pressure. And hey, you know, is there is there is there a very big difference between the two? You know, I think in a lot of cases, no. I don't think so either. I think in a lot of cases there is not. Yeah. Uh, I said if there is somebody that is uh, um, doing something negative to you at school, mm-hmm. if there's somebody that is hurting you at school. I said, well, first of all, I said, if somebody is hurting you at school, 
you defend yourself by any means necessary. And I'm not p- talking about picking up a brick and, and clocking somebody. <laughs> I'm just saying you get away and you, you know, you don't try to injure the Why neck. Is it a brick? Yeah, I think a brick, barbell, uh, you know. <laughs> What is he? He goes to school in a construction site <laughs> slash gym. Why do they have barbells on the <laughs> playground? I don't know. But I just said, you know, get yourself out of that situation as quick as you can. But yeah. but don't just sit there and get pummeled. Um, but whenever it comes to somebody picking on him, I said the best thing to do. My dad taught me this. My dad taught me this is you don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to be confrontational so to speak, you could say, oh, okay. They so say somebody says, hey, you're a, you're a, you're a jerk off. You know, I don't know if a third grader would actually say that, but let's just say that it was. <laughs> Maybe sad. in the 80s, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. But something negative is said, and they keep hounding you about it. They say it over and over and over. I said, I said Parker, do this. You go, oh, okay, all right. I tell you what. The teacher's right over there. Let's go over, mm-hmm. and you say that in front of the teacher. Now, come on, come with me. Right now, hey, you come with me. You yeah. put you put that person on the spot. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to go with you. No, 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 no. Please come with me, and we're going to go talk to the teacher about this. Because I, I, I think that she's going to love to hear what you have to say. <laughs> you put that person on the spot. You're not being rude to them. You are just showing them that, hey, man. I'm not gonna take You can do crap. it over here, but you yeah. can't you can't do it over there in front of the teacher. And that is not running and, and telling on the teacher. That's kind of almost taking care of it yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh as an adult, I've had to do that a couple of times. But you told me about recently. Yeah, there was a there was you're, an instance. You're where, in you're running with uh, uh yeah, I had a little little Walmart run in. But what was know, what was his name? Um wasn't it Mike or something like Steve that? Steve the Pirate. Steve I don't remember pirate. what it was. Yeah, I, I, I don't. For, for this story. be can't we'll, go on in that door. <laughs> for this what? story, we'll call him Gunther. Gunther. Gunther from Walmart. <laughs> uh, no, it was a thing where it was a very rude situation. Yeah. Very, and I wasn't going to lose my temper. I wasn't going to. Uh, uh, but I had to let that guy know, hey, okay. If you got it, well, let's go talk to somebody. You're not going to push me around, yeah, sir. Not, this is this is ridiculous. I'm coming here to spend money and, and shop at this place. Come on, let's go try to find. And he was very very rude about it. Yeah, but you know what? I I kept my cool. And as soon as you start yelling, as soon as you start cussing, you've lost the. My dad says this. You've already lost the fight. You keep your cool. You you say, okay, well, let, let's go get this taken care of. Yeah. Let's go get this taken care of. And I've, I've tried to get Parker in that mindset. So, um, sorry, that, that that went on a little longer, but I thought there no, were some okay. very valuable pieces of, uh, of parenting in there, I guess yeah. you could say, uh, uh, because there are instances that's going to pop up where, where there's bullying and there's that kind of stuff. But um, Parker, he's like me when I was young. Um, he's shy around people he doesn't know, uh, but he's pretty good-tempered, uh, respectful kid while he's at school. Uh, Parker told me an instance where they actually, uh, uh, he's, he's kept the peace where kids were cussing, and he's, he's went up and said, hey, guys, no, you know, we don't need to be talking like that. <laughs> hey, guys, you know, hey, we, 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 the teacher wouldn't like it if they heard you saying that. He's trying to keep people out of trouble, and yeah. I thought, what a, what a good quality. What a good quality to have. It he didn't is. join in on the cussing. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. He just, he was like, no, no, I got to defuse this because I know that adults wouldn't like this. I thought that was really cool. 
See, if it was me, though, I would have been like, God, you just are, you are riled up today. You are just coming up. Not only, (laughs) I'm starting to feel uncomfortable being in the same room with you right now. Your eyebrows are in a permanent (laughs) downward slant, too. Like, you just, you're so pissed about something. You know what? After the show, you're looking at me like that. What are you doing? I got my pre-workout in me. You're you're hulking up on me over here, man. After the show, I'll give you a hug. and Hug it out. You got to reset. We'll reset. We'll reset. So anyway, you you made me lose my Parker story with your. No. uh, No. no. Anyway. uh, That is a very good quality to have that, you know, a lot of kids wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To kind of to to wrap this this whole thing up with the young kids, uh, uh, it is a digital world we live in now. Yeah. And uh, Parker plays online games and we try to keep it with people that he knows. Uh, But then he's playing with a cousin. But then that cousin has a friend that wants to, to, to come in there and start playing with both of them. Yeah. And that's hard to keep track of. Uh, but there was an instance where Parker was playing with a kid, and he, he wasn't shy about cussing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Parker didn't join in on the cussing, but he, it was happening. And <laughs> old dad in on it. overheard it. Yeah. And when I overheard it, uh, I said, hey, you know, this isn't, uh, this isn't good. Um, I actually got on the mic and I said, we don't talk like that in our house. I said, I'd appreciate it if you, you'd please, uh, you know, take it down a notch. And the kid was respectful about it. He was cool. And, uh, every, since then, Parker has been really conscious about telling me if somebody says something bad while he's playing video games, he tells me what they say. Uh, you know, they said the A word, they said the D word. He's not narking, but he's letting me know that he's not in on it. Uh-huh. And that he's not going to play with that guy for the rest of the night because he heard him say this. Okay. And it's like, there you go. That's I like that man. That's a, that's a, that's he's he's learning. He's learning about it. So I'll give you an update in a few years <laughs> when he starts getting closer with his friends and okay. he starts growing up. And uh, you know, uh, we'll do a big uh, we'll, we'll do an update podcast someday. Yeah, I uh, I play GTA Five online occasionally occasionally yeah and i'm just not comfortable even i've got a potty mouth and i'm just not comfortable i'm like y'all shouldn't what's wrong with you you shouldn't be talking like this good yeah. lord yeah it's and it's one Jeez. where it sounds like uh a two and a half year old i don't know why i went with two and a half but a young kid that is throwing out stuff and it's like oh how why yeah, you know, and why are you even yeah. playing GTA online <laughs> yeah. in the first place? Exactly. But on top of that, yeah. So I I remember uh, I remember I was playing uh, GTA one day and uh, <laughs> literally I'm like hey, I'm like hey hey y'all sh- you guys should I was on you know had the headset thing on and I'm like you guys should definitely be talking about this you you sound like you're little kids why are you even playing GTA and the kid's mom got on the on the thing and was just like you don't be telling my kids what they can and you're cannot play and I'm just like uh okay are you serious yeah yeah I was like well I'm gonna be done with this for a little while you got scolded <laughs> like man. good lord I know I felt bad I was like man I should go write sentences or something <laughs> like that Jeez. I will not tell other kids what they can and cannot play. Like, <laughs> my, mine, 
<laughs> like Bart Simpson over here. Exactly. Yeah. Jeez. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, it's, yeah. it's uh, like you said, it's a digital world. Yeah. Well, you know what? The other thing, too, with that is, is, is you know, you have the cyberbullying on, like, GTA Five and stuff like that, people cussing and whatever. Mm-hmm. What about, like, social media? You know, mm-hmm. kids have kids have uh, Instagrams and Facebooks and Snapchats and Twitters and yeah. they be they be tweeting and and TikToking and whatever else, right? There's that, and then there's also, uh, you know, you look at YouTube. Yeah. You know, my kids watch YouTube uh, every once in a while, and the YouTube that they watch are like Adelaide and uh, and you know stuff like that, where they're like kids are like acting stuff out or whatever. And then the kids come upstairs and they start doing all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm confused as to what's happening at this exact moment in time. Yeah. And, I, my, you know, Alyssa's just like, uh, eh, some YouTube video that we're watching. So it's like, you know, that's another form of peer pressure in the sense of like they see their front their They see kids their age on YouTube doing what, they, what they're doing and they want to do the same thing. Uh, Dan TDM, uh, clean, clean as a whistle. Um, great. Uh, channel YouTube. Is, it, is he a gamer or something? He's like a that? gamer. Yeah. He's What's a he mind, play? Minecraft gamer. I think the kids watch that. Yeah. Dan TDM. He's a, a kind guy, you know, very gentle. Yeah. Uh, but he has blue hair. Well, he had blue hair at one period of time. And of course, my kids wanted to dye their hair blue. <laughs> uh, not going to fly. But we're, we're, we're more of a purple. <laughs> type of house yeah. so we died blue? purple and i don't think no, so no no blue no blue sorry sorry no pepsi blue up in here <laughs> but yes no coke <laughs> red only like, what? they are very influential <laughs> yeah uh, and then you see probably why they call them influencers exactly exactly you'll see somebody that's that's posting a uh, a tweet and they're wearing some scandalous clothes yeah and then you're wanting you know then the, you're seeing mm-hmm. uh, uh, your daughter or your 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 boy wanting to emulate that. It's like no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not the type of bridge you want to jump on. Lola's Lola's always trying to to roll up her her the top of her her swimsuit, and I'm like, no, it's a tankini. You wear it. no, you're wearing it down. Get out of here. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, Aaron. It's a it's a crazy world we live in, man. It is, yeah. It really is. So. Uh, you know, it takes all kinds to make that world. Yeah. And my favorite people that make up said world are our listeners. Yes, I have some some things we'll have to talk about. Let's let's do it, man. Let's do it right now. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, the thing wasn't full up. Okay. I need somebody. You've got mail. And now, a word from our audience. Yes, indeed. Emails, reviews, comments. We we like it all. We like it all. And Aaron, if they want to contact us for something that we can uh, throw in this segment of the show, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, absolutely. If they want to email us, they can do that at nothalfdeadpod at gmail.com. They can uh, leave a review in Apple Podcasts. That helps out quite a bit. Um, and uh, if they want to send us a direct message or comment uh, or send us something funny through social media, they can do that at Not Half Dad Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And speaking of all of that, I have a couple of one an announcement, okay, yeah. and two uh, something very cool. 
This is a surprise. I know. So the first thing, the announcement is, is that we're actually a five-star rated podcast on Apple Podcasts. No. Yes. For real? I'm, I have it right here. I'll show you. See? You're right. Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome. Pretty that, great. That is, doesn't make you feel good. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is that I have a review. We have a review that came in. I love reviews. I know. Whether it be bad or good, it means that people have passion enough for what you're doing that they... Well, this one's a good one. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) That's... I like those better. It says, Dad-tastic. Dad-tastic? Mm-hmm. It's coined? We need a coin there. I know, right? Fantastic. And it's a five-star review, and it says, What a refreshing take on the lives and minds of dads. The banter is spot on, and I can't wait to hear more stories about the fo- <laughs> foibles. Foibles? That right? Foibles? Yeah. Fables? Foibles of fatherhood? Um, I think it's foibles. Okay. F-O-I-B-L-E-S. Whatever foibles. it is, I love it. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. English today, <laughs> but thank you so much yes. uh, to for writing uh, for writing that to us, uh, and I really appreciate it. And, and it does help actually quite a bit leaving a review. Um, you know, the higher rating we get, the uh, more reviews and ratings we get, the higher up in the algorithm that will go, and more people will be able to see it. So if our show helps, if you enjoy the show, make sure you give us a nice review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts uh, because it does help us out quite a bit. Yeah, and I want to say thank you as well. That that was really cool. It makes us feel good. Yeah. You know, we're doing this uh, because we love to do this, and we love to uh, help people out, tell stories, have fun, yeah. entertain people. That That's the main thing, and getting a review like that, it just makes it all worthwhile. I think the number one thing is that we just love being dads. We do love being dads. That is well said. Thank well you. Well said, good sir. We do love being dads. And if we weren't dads, this would be the not half guys. That's true. You know, which is just not uh, as think, catchy of a No, I, I don't think it would be. Uh, just, uh, I think it would have been a failure right wow. out of the gate. We would have got maybe a half an episode and they would have canceled us. We're not half guys. Oh, cool. We're not half guys. We Yeah, we do guy stuff. We just talk about But now we do dad stuff. That's right. Oh, yeah. We're dads. We're dads. Oh, yeah. Aaron, something uh, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about Boy Scouts earlier. Yes. I had a uh, an old friend that I just wanted to give a shout out to. Okay. Uh, guy that I used to be in Boy Scouts, an old friend of mine, Tyler Rue. Mm. Uh, Tyler uh, has always been one of the nicest guys. Uh, he was the one of the nicest kids I'd ever met when I was young, uh, when I was in Scouts with him. My dad and I always enjoyed being around Tyler and his dad, Rod, um, who was just a, a heck of a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we loved the Ruse and, um, Tyler actually dropped me a line out of the blue the other day and uh, said something that that just made me feel like a million bucks. And I'll keep what he said between him and I, but but I will tell you that it was a wonderful compliment. You know, it made my heart feel good and was really one of those moments that uh, makes doing something like this worthwhile. On top of that, uh, he made an awesome post on Facebook letting all of his people know. I saw. I actually saw that, yeah, that's... Uh, Dude, he was just so cool about it's amazing. it. And uh, so I just I just really want to thank him. He let all of his peeps know about the podcast. It's incredible. Um, 
to re- reconnect uh, with somebody after a long period of time and pick right back up where you left off. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tyler. I very much appreciate it. It makes me know that this is, uh, you know, totally worth doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's a, he's a true friend. and Someone's I just, listening. Oh, feels good. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. I just feel validated. Uh, no, I, he's a true friend and uh, a wonderful person. I just wanted to give him this shout out and say thank you. And I hope we can continue to entertain you with this crazy thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I got to say this, Aaron. He also included one of the greatest things that I have ever read. Okay. Tyler had a dad joke. I love it. He had a dad joke that he passed along. And I know the dad jokes are kind of your area of expertise. Yes. So I would be honored if you would please read the dad joke that Aaron, or that Tyler. I would be honored if you read the dad joke that Tyler passed along. I can do that. You want me to do it now? I think right now would be a perfect time. Okay. Uh, Dan, do you know why the uh, Scarecrow was promoted at work? Aaron, why was the Scarecrow promoted at work? Well, because he was outstanding in his field. (laughs) (laughs) See, that is a genuine genuine laugh there. I I love that. I love that. you You need to take some notes from... From Tyler on joke telling, man. No, don't get sad. Don't get sad. Here, hold on. I, I think this is perfect for this. Yeah, it's a perfect for that. And, and you don't get these whenever you tell a joke. No, I do get those. Crickets? Yeah, I always get those. No, I laugh. <laughs> Even though it's canned <laughs> laughter sometimes, I still laugh. Oh, I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. You do a wonderful job. Tyler, awesome joke. Yes. Thank awesome you. Awesome human being. Thank you. Thank you so, so very, very much. All right, Aaron, it's a point in the show where I'm going to give a little fatherly advice. Mm. Yeah, today, we, we've hit some uh, serious points. Yeah, for serious sure. Topics. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the kind of overarching plot of this episode, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. was uh, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? And my fatherly advice is this. If your friends ask you to jump off a bridge and you don't want to, don't. <laughs> is that it? That's all you got. Don't because it will hurt. <laughs> We're doing this like semi-serious thing and I thought, so, <laughs> I just wanted to crack you I up thought there. for sure that it was going to be some deep, deep. Okay, it is. More I'm, Mike Brady than that. Com- completely joking with that. Okay. Um, you know, uh, it, it, my fatherly advice is this. Uh, people out there will try to get you to do things um, that are not good. Try to get you to do things that are not on the up and up that you may not want to do. There is nothing that says that you have to. Take a second, think about it, think about the consequences, and uh, that's really all we can do as a parent. We can just give our kids the tools to make the right decisions. And uh, not in every situation is it going to end badly, but you know what? You still got to take that second to think about it. Yeah. 
So that's what good, I have to good. say. Yeah, yeah. It's Some good fatherly good. advice there, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. I love it. Aaron, will you go ahead and wrap it up for us? Absolutely, absolutely. I just want to, first of all, thank everybody for joining us uh, this week on this episode of uh, Not Half Dad Podcast. Ooh. And um, again, if you guys want to find us on social media for more content, it's at Not Half Dad Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We actually have a YouTube channel. That's going to be kicking off here very soon. Uh, it's uh, the Not Have Dad channel um, on YouTube. Um, we have some videos that are going to be going there. Eventually, our podcast is actually going to be a video podcast, so mm. you'll be able to watch it there as well. Um, and um, I'm going to have to get a whole new wardrobe Aaron, <laughs> for that. You think so? I think so. Okay. I, I don't think my. Uh, I don't think. I think we should just wear black t-shirts all the time. <laughs> Every episode, just black T-shirt. I was yeah, I was gonna say something <laughs> like that. I don't think my uh, a Batman T-shirt and shorts will be appropriate every for every time, every single episode, every episode. We just wear the same thing, <laughs> matching episode or matching outfits. There we go. I love that. <laughs> well, this was a, a freaking blast as usual. Yes. And uh, I just want to thank you for joining me on this journey. And uh, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. Oh, gosh. Thank you, man. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with that. You, you started off the podcast making me blush, and you're ending it with making me blush. Yeah, it's come full circle. Mm-hmm. Go full circle. Keep it real, homies.